The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. Holy shit, we've managed to make it to 200. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian, and with me this week is Aaron Mills. Hey, hello. And we also have Michelle with us. Hello. And we wanted to have Kat here for this one since it's the big 200, but she's having to deal with some issues that she really needs to take care of. I'm not going to go into detail unless she wants to when she comes back, but hopefully everything will work out pretty well, even better than than, than where it is now. Um, awkwardly said, yeah. So we, <laughs> we meant to have this done last week. The problem was... <laughs> uh, with getting over to a new computer, you have to reset everything, and with the way we have like all of our technology just going up into the cloud or whatever, I say technology, data, going up into the cloud, like, like for example, I use Chrome as my main internet browser, so all my passwords are saved there, and so I didn't have to worry about logging back, you know, getting the passwords logged back into Twitter, Facebook, uh, wherever, so that, that was no problem. And then I set up Streamlabs OBS because that's what I use to record all of these shows. And I forgot to set it up to where it not only records me, but also records my wonderful co-hosts. <laughs> so we did an entire recording <laughs> with only my end of the conversation, which could have been salvaged if 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 uh, Kat didn't also have audio issues too. <laughs> <laughs> so between the what? two of us, it's like two thirds of the show is like like no. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine worked. You know, I'm, I used Audacity. I hit the record button. It said recording. The little the lines kept going up and down. So <laughs> yeah, yours was working, but it was it was like uh, between all of that, it was like yeah, this ain't gonna happen, Chief. <laughs> especially especially, I mean, I only had mine. Michelle, you would have you would have only had yours on your end. Yeah. And Cat had nothing, so it's like, yeah, that that would not have worked, sadly. <laughs> Just oh goddamn. Ah, uh, so with that being episode two hundred, we're gonna take it relatively light. Um, I do want to acknowledge a few things that have happened that I, I feel should be acknowledged, at least with a with a fuck you or fuck yeah or whatever. Um, <laughs> fuck you to Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, any any place that's being overrun and. Be, being having these uh, forced birth shit pushed through. That's that that's I think that's what everybody's calling it now, forced birth instead of pro life. Uh, fuck all you people for that. Um, I'm just gonna Agreed. keep it short. <laughs> just keep that one short. Um, uh, fuck yeah for all the awesome movies that have been coming out. Um, yeah. Like like I've seen both Endgame and Detective Pikachu. Love them both. Um. So and, and and we can get into those a little in a little bit because those are fun, um, mm. and also I I just like an hour or so before I started recording somebody was some some man baby on social media was whining about I, I guess it was a deleted scene from Captain Marvel where it's it's pretty much a a, a send up of the one of the opening scenes of T two, you know where where the Terminator gets the. Uh, the outfit and the motorcycle and all of that 
And people, and, and of course, this one whiny man baby is complaining. I, I, I think it, I think it was uh, Seleucus Secundus. Then, and for those who don't know, that is my nickname for I believe it's Paul Joseph Watson. Because, uh, and to, to explain it for those who don't immediately get it, uh, Seleucus Secundus is the prison planet in the Dune universe as of Paul Atreides' time. So, so not read or watched Dune. So. Yeah. So, so. That's why I call him Seleucus Secundus because his his uh, Twitter handle is Prison Planet. <laughs> so yeah. Mm. Anyway, they were all they're all whining about that, and it's like y'all, y- you you would have cheered Arnold Schwarzenegger on. Why not cheer her on? Oh wait, sexism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I actually need to watch Captain Marvel. It looks it looks like it looks like it's fun. It's all it right. Is. Yeah, it's, it's fun. There's, it's, it's, you know, it's not one of the greatest um, Marvel movies. It's, it's, it's a mid-tier Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely above Hulk. Um, which is, which is not to say that it's bad. It's not. It's just, you know, yeah. it's more noteworthy for what it's accomplishing rather than what it actually is. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually for a Marvel movie, it's a really small cast. When you actually break it down, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of interesting. So more of a character study thing. I can, I can yeah, it is more char- it is more character driven than plot driven. I can get on board with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but speaking of movies we did see, I'm assuming everybody here has seen Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, that was so great. <laughs> and, and bear in mind, bear in mind, I am somebody who has not seen very many Marvel movies. I've seen Iron Man, I've seen Age of Ultron, and I had seen Infinity War before going into Endgame. So that, that was my extent. The rest of it comes from just looking at TV tropes, looking on social media, or listening to Becky talk about it. Um, you know, and and it's and I managed to get most if I'm not well, definitely not all of the references, but I got most of them. And yeah, and. You can tell I, I can tell you I hadn't seen Doctor Strange because I didn't know the ancient one was the ancient one. I just knew her as the cool bald lady who yeeted Bruce Banner out of Hulk's body. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was um, uh, Super Colin Brothers have this extended theory about what happened to Loki. Uh, as from Infinity War, not obviously from Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was that he was hiding his Hulk at the beginning of that film. Mm-hmm. And they said, how amazing it would it have been if when she did that, Loki fell out instead of Bruce. Fun for their theory, but very confusing for the rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, and, and, um, and you know, yeah, at least from here on point, we're going to spoil a little bit here, here and there. When you get time travel involved... <laughs> it's gonna well, get which is why which is why they basically stated that no this always happened this you know basically everything they did doing the time travel thing mm-hmm. it doesn't change their own timeline all they did was create alternate timelines where the events played out that's why you know they could kill nebula and nothing would happen to the nebula post infinity war that's why they could kill thanos you know at the I end of the movie, and yeah, big spoiler, <laughs> big spoiler. Thanos yeah. dies at the end of Infinity War. Yeah, I know. The at the beginning and the ending of the <laughs> War. As a matter of fact, yeah, <laughs> brother. Um. Anyway, but 
you know, they, they can fuck around with time all they want because it's not going to change their own timeline when they return to it. That's basically... It didn't do a very good job of explaining that, but that's yeah. basically why they were able to do everything and it doesn't do the Back to the Future thing because they said... And that's why they specifically called that out. It's like, no, this doesn't play... This this movie doesn't play by Back to the Future rules. Yeah. No. Anything um, they do is not going to change what has happened. <laughs> yeah, so, so going back in time and strangling Hitler in the crib would not have worked. <laughs> oh, it would have worked. It would have worked, but when they came back, they'd still have come back to their own timeline. Yeah. Uh, there would uh, just be a new timeline that exists where Hitler was strangled in the crib. Yeah. Why do you always go there, Gomer? I mean, I'm not <laughs> Hitler, but Jesus, that's where you're, that's your go-to. Well, I mean, it was one of the more memorable go-tos in the movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like... Um, yeah, sorry. You know, I have to um, see it again. I only saw it once the weekend it came out. I haven't seen it again. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably. I don't, I don't remember details. I, that is one of those that I did remember. I also remember Gamora kicking uh, Star Lord in the nuts, or kneeing him twice. in the nuts. Yeah, at least <laughs> twice. Um, there is one thing I did miss that people have pointed out through screen caps. Apparently, they had Howard the Duck on the battlefield too, with yeah, a, yeah, a fucking machine gun. Like, oh my god, how did I miss that? I missed it twice. <laughs> I, I knew about it the second time. I forgot to watch out for it. Yeah. It was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> but on uh. the um, time travel thing, I kind of reconcile it. Um, I know Aaron probably catches this. Do you watch a lot of modern Doctor Who or not, Emma? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I kind of see it as my theory, um, similar to my theory for Torchwood, which is basically Torchwood never existed until it existed then it always existed which is why it never existed in the original series if that makes sense i think my brain just hurt <laughs> what i didn't even i'm sorry i didn't even catch that what the okay what? so torchwood was formed in tooth and claw with um queen vic mm-hmm. but obviously it was never ever a part of the original series because it hadn't existed yet mm-hmm. but once queen vic founded it it always existed but it only exists from the point it got, um, uh, the Doctor and Rose went back and pissed off Green Vic. But until then, it, it never existed. That's why it was never a part of the original Well, that's why, well, shit, series. everybody's just like, try, all these people who watch Doctor Who now, who've never watched <laughs> the classic series and are trying to go, well, this has to fit here and this has to fit. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Can it? There is, there, it basically, all the Doctors fucking around changes everything. Dav, that's why Davros and the Daleks keep coming back from the dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because something else he did fucked up something else on the timeline, and so yeah, you know. If, if I may take a line from from our esteemed Doctor Bruce Banner, time travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, was that like an aristocrat's type punchline? Not like, really. Like, Not no. really. It was just Bruce going. I don't know what to say, so let's try to break the tension. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And you know I what? would have liked. I would have liked. One thing I do have a complaint about Endgame. I realize that you know the movie was already three hours long, but it would have been nice to have seen the transition to Professor Hulk. You know, yeah. That's, that's the actual. Did, now that actually did happen in the comics for a while. Mm-hmm. Was you know Hulk's body, Banner's mind. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I would have liked to have seen more than five years later. Oh, this happened. It's like, great. yeah. It would have been nice because, you know, right now Universal still owns the rights to make Hulk movies. Hmm. And they haven't worked out a deal like Sony did for Spider-Man. So it's like it's unlikely we're going to be like go back at some point and 
you know, get a Hulk movie that explains that. The other thing um, that I've seen raised that I kind of agree with because it does kind of hurt my brain a little is like, so Steve goes back with the stones, with the hammer, and then sticks around. Fine. I'm fine with that. How does he replace the stones that were originally in space? Or is it just a matter of getting to the uh, right time? It's, it's, it's the quantum realm. The quantum realm can basically go anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, see, they definitely explained any. And as for why, and as for what happened to, and everybody's like, well, "What about Mjolnir? It got destroyed." It's like he returned the hammer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Again, the one thing that is that is that is all the comics that came up with uh, Steve returning the Soul Stone. It's like, what the what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the red skull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, yeah, um, no, I, I don't. Sorry, it's gone. Whatever it was, it probably wasn't important. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so. <coughs> oh, bless you. Excuse me. Uh, so all in all, end game, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I enjoyed the hell out of it, and I when I have the opportunity, I will see it again. If nothing else, at least digitally. So. I will know. say, and I'm, I'm sorry, Goma, because I know you haven't seen all the movies yet, and um, I. I think, Aaron, you have seen them all, haven't you? The ones I, I care meant, about, yeah. <laughs> I mentioned this before um, to Aaron when I, oh, after I saw the, this, this particular movie. is like, mm-hmm. of all the weirdest things, of all the most kind of bizarre things that I've ever had to talk about or, you know, have people discuss in any of these movies, the one thing I never thought I'd be talking about in a Marvel review is the Partridge family. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> that's that's the reference in Ant Man and the Wasp. Ah, okay. <laughs> Which is why I knew Aaron would get it because we've already had this conversation. I've only watched Ant Man and the Wasp once. I haven't, yeah. But when we had the conversation, you remembered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Whatever you say. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, yes. Hello. But it's like of all the possible things, I'm I'm sitting here talking about the Polish family in a Marvel movie review. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the other movie, uh, I know I've seen it. Uh, did either of the two of you see Detective Pikachu? Yeah. I was supposed to go see it last night, but my friend who I was seeing it with, um, he's a PCSO, uh, like a... Police officer, but not quite a police officer. a bit complicated. Um, he doesn't have the power of rest, but he does go out and, and do stuff in it and goes on the beat and that. Yeah. Um, but basically, I don't know what happened, but he, he said it all went a bit mad, and he had to have sort of, um, compulsory overtime, where he couldn't get home in time, so we could go see it. Oof. So, um, yeah. Um, I won't see him now till Tuesday, so I'm not sure when we're going to go to the cinema. So, hey, yeah. I have yet to see Detective Pikachu. Oh, God. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. It was all right. Yeah. And and, Aaron, and I say this as someone who is only who is not a par- a Pokemon fan and is only on the periphery and stuff from cultural osmosis, so Yeah. And hanging around with people like me and Becky, who are <laughs> definitely into Pokemon. <laughs> uh I've tried, I just don't get the appeal. Not everybody's gonna get into it. I mean that that's that's the thing about a lot of these things that are out there. What no matter what fandom yeah. it is. It's not going to be for everybody. There are some people that aren't going to get into Pokemon. Just there, are, like there are some people that aren't going to get into My Little Pony or JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Take that back. You know, but you know, <laughs> there, there are there there are, you know, and I think some people do need to have that reminder. I don't see that particularly very often, but consider it mm. nipping it in the bud. 
Yeah. Uh. Um, also, when my when Pokemon first came out, Aaron and I were both in our early twenties, so not quite the target group anyway. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon first came out over here when I was in high school, so yeah, and I still managed to get into it because, all in all, the games themselves, I think they're fun to play. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I'm not, I'm not dissing that. I just yeah. you know. We, I kind of got into it because it was on at a time where I was like, oh, this will kill half an hour before work, and it's kind of cute and funny, and I'm enjoying it. But at the same token, I can understand why someone in the same age range as me is like, eh, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it goes to show my mother is in her 60s, and she likes Pokemon. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> she likes it more for, like, the stories in the game than the actual, like, fighting or whatever, but, you know, that's that's fine. I mean, I mean hell, okay. My my mom, one of my aunts, put up a picture of her and her sisters, including my mother, of course, mm-hmm. and up on Facebook, you know, public picture. So I showed it to Becky, and I asked her which one is my mother. She pointed out my mother because my mother was the only one wearing a Pikachu shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so Careful making your mother awesome. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so. So yeah, in terms of Detective Pikachu being a Pokemon fan, I was just eating it all up. <laughs> I mean, all all of the Pokemon designs are are I I, I, I hesitate on saying perfect because I don't want to come off saying oh they were perfect and then find out later be like oh maybe that's not so perfect, but they were great. Um, I I was sad we didn't see my favorite Pokemon Umbreon, but that's okay. Um, they're the Sounds like they're going to be making another movie in that similar vein, so I don't see why not. Um, Ryan Reynolds, excellent as Pikachu. Just, you know, I've seen Ryan Reynolds in, okay, only two movies so far, but in the movies that I've seen him in, I've I've enjoyed his performances, so. And and he seems like. Are they both Deadpool? uh, Deadpool and Pikachu. Okay. (laughs) So only one Deadpool. Um, I've yet to see Deadpool 2, by the way. It's awesome. I, so I've heard. So I've heard. Um, but yeah. Oh. And, and of course, the the ending part, while admittedly did feel a little bit rushed in my in my eyes. Then again, just two weeks prior to that, I had seen Endgame that was three hours long. So for me, everything was going to feel a little rushed. Um, um, not just you. Uh, colleagues at work were talking about it, and he said that he found the ending a little rushed as well. So I think it's yeah. a constant. Yeah. Um, but even for as rushed as it was, it was like I found it very satisfying personally, because Yay. it is based on the game of the same name, Detective Pikachu, mm. and there is one question that they leave hanging in the original game that they don't really an- that that they didn't answer in the game, but they take care of in the movie, and I'm like, thank you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a lot of fun and. The Mr. Mime scene, when when you see it, you will love it. I, I almost guarantee it. If you like it in the trailer, you're going to like it in the film. Cool. And, and the I assume is, it's extended. Yeah. I mean, the, and the thing is, of the I, I looked into some of like, the background stuff or whatever. Uh, mm. the, the people you know, at the Pokemon company were like, I don't know if we want Mr. Mime in there. He might be a little too much. And, and then... And then uh, I forget who it was, like the I think it was the director of the movie or whatever, showed it to the president, you know, you know, at the Pokemon Company or Game Freak or whichever one it was behind it, mm. and they were like, "Yeah, put it the fuck in. What the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> we 
because it worked just that well. And I know some people are like, well, Mr. Mime looks freaky. That's supposed to, he's supposed to look freaky because he's Mr. Mime. Uh, Who's the, um, the one that, is, oh, I can't remember, the, the one that designed that is kind of a little bit more racist in, in look? Uh, that would um, be Jinx. That's, yeah. Yeah, at least initially. They, they updated mm. her with, like, purple skin and, and made her look less, like, blackface. Of Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and that just comes down to over in Japan, it's not as offensive to people over there as it is over here. So yeah. you know, it's it's a cultural thing, and eh, you know, when you when you deal with different cultures on a deeper and deeper level, you're gonna learn things. You're gonna step on toes inadvertently. You know, you just say, "Hey, that's not cool over here." Okay, we'll fix that for you guys. You know, yeah. uh, that's the thing about living in. You know, living on a planet together, living in, in in a whole world. No, the reason I brought it up is because I don't quite get what the problem with Mr. Mime is when you have a character like Jinx who's a bit more blatant. Yeah. <laughs> I think with Mr. Mime, it's just the, at least CGI Mr. Mime, is kind of a little uncanny valley. Ah, uh, okay. Because Generation <laughs> 1 brought, up a, brought out a lot of human-looking Pokemon. Mm. You know, or, or at least in some way human-like. I mean, you got the Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee, you've got Magmar, you've got Electabuzz, you've got Mr. Mime, you got Jinx. Those are more yeah. humanoid Pokemon, and it's like, oh dear. And mm. and it's not to say that other generations didn't. Hello, Sock and Throw from Gen 5. Uh, so, you know. Oh, but yeah, so... <laughs> uh, I, I think... I think honestly, I think I think the three of us could agree. Go see these movies. Am I right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to going to see Detective Pikachu, so I guess that's a, a yay. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh lordy. So, so this this particular episode, uh, since it is the 200th, like I said, I acknowledged the big elephant in the room earlier. Um, what we're gonna do after the break is we're we seem to be coming up on that a little bit. After the break, we're going to come back. And what I did was I looked up just a MySpace quiz because why the hell not? It's fun. <laughs> it could be entertaining. And maybe you'll learn something about us that maybe you didn't know before. That would be that, you know, that's kind of a cool thing. I mean, I'm all for that. Um, and, and the way we're doing it is, you know, I've got the list here. We've all got the list. And we each pick like four or five out of the list. That should hopefully take us to the end of the episode, um, <laughs> and and we just answer the questions. And and again, of course, if there's one that's not that we're not really comfortable answering, obviously we don't have to answer it. You know, no. Like like there are some things where it's like, have you done this very very intimate thing? And it's like, I don't mind sharing that with certain people, but I don't know if they want to hear it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so so with that, we are going to go ahead and take our break. And when we come back, we're going to do the MySpace quiz. See you then. Hey, folks, we'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I want to tell you about Patreon. Uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube ad adpocalypse bullshit. And while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help. And if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but 
At some point, I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads, even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So, it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads! It's great! Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. And we are back from our break. And it's time for my space quiz. <laughs> Yay! So, so we've determined how the order is going to go. We're each going to ask a question off of this list, which, by the way, for just for the record, the list is 167 questions. No, we are not going through all of them because we don't have that kind of time. And, and even then, there are some questions, again, y'all may not want to hear the answer to because that's a little too intimate. <laughs> uh, yep. So, so I will start. Um, first question on this list is uh, last beverage. Well, for me, last beverage is a bottle of purified, enhanced with minerals for a pure, fresh taste, Dasani bottled water. Because you need to stay hydrated when you're doing shit like this. Holy fuck. Uh, what about y'all? Um, tea. And I've got a bottle of water next to me. Sprite with lunch. Well, there you go. Nice. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the high quality content these people come here for. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, the other questions are a little more fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we get you know, we're easing into it. Easing into it. Um Aaron, how about you pull one up? Let's see. Alright. <laughs> Let's get moderately intimate. Let's jump to something really to the juicy <laughs> stuff. Uh -oh. <laughs> Did you ever shower with someone else? Yes, I have on several occasions. I have, and the height difference makes things interesting. <laughs> Nobody uh, asked about sex in the shower. Just asked if you showered with somebody else, Gomer. I wasn't even talking about sex. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, although, although. <laughs> Would you also count it if you showered with your gym class in like middle school or high school? I don't think so. I don't think that's the intent of the kids of the question. Okay. So uh, um, we we tried it once, but it was too small, so we haven't really bothered since. Yeah. Um, um but I mean, I, again, probably not the intent of the question. But me and my sister used to share baths. Eh, that happens. Yeah, we were both small. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Michelle, you're up. Um, it's maybe a boring answer, but it, uh, question, but it could be interesting. Uh, the question simply is tattoos. But we can extend it to if you don't, then would you, or what kind of design do you think they have, or do you think is a good, or a, a tattoo that you've seen, you think that's kind of cool, <laughs> or even stupid ones. Hmm. Now, <laughs> tattoos for me, they look fine. I have no problem with. Obviously, I have no problem with people who have them. Um, mm -hmm. But I couldn't get one myself. Just let me put it like this. I could barely. Well, well, no. Needles I don't have a problem with in and of themselves. 
it would be the constant irritation and or pain that comes with the the needle you know working into your flesh over and over and over again and i've actually been around a friend of mine as she was getting at least part of a tattoo and i i, I saw like the pain she was going through which worth it of course but um and i'm like no i ain't doing that no i mean the last few times i tried donating blood plasma uh, mm. I, I don't know if it was just my body being being a shit or or if the person was doing it wrong or whatever, but there was a little too much pain. Like it, it was almost like they heated up the needle too much and then stuck it in. That's how it felt, and I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to feel that way. Um. Ooh. So yeah. So tattoos. I probably you won't see me get one. At least not a permanent one. You know, you give me one of those temp tattoos. That's fine. But other than that, nah. Okay. Hmm. What about you, Aaron? I've thought about getting one from time to time, but usually, uh, one, they're too damn expensive to get, and I just can't see spending that kind of money for it, mm. honestly. And two, every time I've thought about it and thought of something that would be kind of cool to get, about a week later, I'm like, no, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah. There, there. That is also part of the thing, yeah. Because it's the cost primarily, which is because it's like it's like it'll be three hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm not paying that much for you to put ink in my skin. Yowza! Yeah. What designs you want? <laughs> Just whoosh. Um. Every tattoo artist I've talked to, it's a minimum of a hundred dollars for anything. So. I mean. Huh. Um. Unless I, it's yeah. something dirt simple in the size of a quarter, you know. Yeah. Which is fine. You know, they can charge whatever they want. I'm just, you know. Yeah. It's just out of your price range. Mm-hmm. Which, in, in, honestly, yeah. That, that would also be another thing against me getting one. <laughs> even even um, if I had the uh, the tr- truck driver uh, income that I had over the past couple of years, it would be, no. Because, mm. yeah, just no. Uh, and, and I... Um, I sorry, oh, I, yeah. kept, I kept talking over you. I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> Trying to answer my own question. <laughs> uh, I don't. Um, I, there is one I'm considering. Um, I, I've had a quote, like a rough quote, based on what I said to him I might like. And he said, well, it depends on size and style, but here's a range. I was just trying to do the rough head math on the exchange rate. I think that would come up the equivalent of maybe $90 or $100. So, yeah, I guess what Erin's um, been quoted isn't that far off. Yeah. Um, but I would. Um, it's kind of cliche, but I'm actually given. And again, to Aaron's point about, oh, that's a kind of a cool design, and then a week later, nah, this is something I've literally been thinking about for months, and I'm still liking the idea. And it's going to be like some strong nerves on my inner arm. I know it's kind of a cliche place to put them, but if you're going to have words on your arm, you want at least somewhere you can see them. Yeah. And no, it, it wants to just say lunch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Which is a Shira reference that um, put Aaron on the floor. <laughs> uh, so, all right, here, here we go. Here's, here's, here's one I found. Have you ever changed clothes in a car? <laughs> I have, and I don't mean just the truck, because because <laughs> I have changed clothes in a car. If, if if for no other reason than to change into clothes going from a church to a house to go swimming, um, you know, one of those things. Um, but yeah, if you want to, if you want to count a semi truck, yes, then technically I have, 
Just like I've also technically slept na- half naked at a Denny's because they're at Flying J's <laughs> and I've slept at Flying J's and I normally just sleep without a shirt. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about how about you, Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's all I've got to say about that. I don't remember <laughs> when. I don't have details. Nothing interesting. It's just I had to go from one place to another and had to have different clothes. So yeah. Um, possible. Uh, um, but maybe I I don't have a driver's license, so if I ever have, it's it's been because I'm I'll be the passenger. And I have been a bit more luxury to do that without causing an accident. Although yeah. I'm assuming in every case, you guys have also pulled over beforehand. Um, but it's it's possible that I have, but I can't remember if I have or the details of. So, yeah. Again, sorry, not that interesting an answer. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Aaron, how about what, what what question you got for us next? All right, let's see here. Do you believe in angels? No, I'm an atheist. Yeah, not in not in reality. No, you know, mm. in fiction they're fine, but in reality, eh, not really. It's honestly <laughs> one I don't really think about, honestly, because <laughs> it's like, eh. But. Um. I believe in David Boreanaz. I believe he's a real person. Um, <laughs> I, I do not believe in the Judeo-Christian ideal concept of angels as, as they are. Um, I I do consider myself as an atheist, but I kind of have, like, the wider world that we don't understand, call it the supernatural, call it the spiritual, I'm... Not saying I believe in it wholeheartedly because I haven't had any evidence, but I like the idea of it. I like the idea that, you know, maybe some kind of soul life or some kind of other world and there could be some kind of semi-conscious beings that are looking out for us. Um, but not necessarily as angels, just as, as a life force something. Um, but I do like the idea, um, as presented in Touch by an Angel, that children have their own angels, that the people look out for them. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I can't put a name to it, but I think if there is something out there that watches out for us, then angels are nice, are nice enough words of it for it. All right. <laughs> All right, so what do you have for us, Michelle? Um, one, because this is the kind of question you could be an arsehole about answering, um, and I think the way they asked, asked it is kind of stupid because of that. And as it's written, is, can you spell well? Yes, W-E-L-L. <laughs> <laughs> I think what they mean is, are you good at spelling? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen everybody here type. I I, I think we all can, <laughs> you know, if or at the very least, if we can't spell well, um, we're really good at using spell checker. Yeah, <laughs> which or it, not in some cases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but, but speaking for myself, honestly, um, W E L L. Yes. Like Michelle said, <laughs> um, but also I am all right with it. Um, if I don't know something, I can usually either try and guess or Google it. Um, a lot of times my guessing does turn out to be right. Mm. Um, th- which I think is just damn lucky, uh, because I've put effort into learning it and an effort to spelling things correctly and making sure and and while i do have some kinks in the armor there 
sometimes they do they do slip through some of the spellings do slip through and I don't catch it. It's, and and the spelling checker doesn't catch it either. Yeah. So uh which, you know, that's different than constantly being just a barrage of just horrible grammar and horrible spelling. Mm. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I mean it's like I'm I, I mean it's like person, I'm sure you have a point somewhere, but my brain is just finding it hard to process it, man. Uh, Some of the guys at work use double negatives. It really bugs me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my dad used to ask me how to spell things all the time. Mm. And it would get annoying, especially when he, he started having things that would have spell checker on it. Yeah. I'm like, it's in the palm of your hand, damn it. <laughs> or or even before my- even before that, when when you know he had access well, he still has access. When he has access to things like dictionary.com, Google, etc. It's like, you can take two seconds to look it up instead of waiting for me to come from across the house to come and tell you. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, I, have, I have stupid things with autocorrects, which I'm sure Aaron can emphatically nod to, um, about because sometimes the, the spelling or the autocorrects have gone really weird. Yeah. <laughs> you change the meanings. <laughs> This is why I turn off my autocorrect. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Aaron, what what do you what is your answer for this one? Um, I forgot the question. I'm sorry. Can you spell can well? You... <laughs> I can spell well, but my biggest problem in terms of spelling it when writing is either misplaced spaces, like right in the middle of a word, mm-hmm. or when there is a misspelling, but it's a but it, the misspelling is also a word. Oh yeah. yeah. Like my biggest my biggest typo is always made when I type form instead of from. Yeah. Or <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is one of those things that spell checkers don't catch because they don't understand your context. Mm-hmm. Oops. Why spell checker always has fun with me because I. Uh, I don't do it as often anymore, but I used to download a lot of um, fan fiction, which usually came from American sources. So I used to get a lot of squiggles just on things like favorite and color and like anything that you take the U out of. It's like, uh, so I just, I'd start, like, that's how I learned how to like do the um, auto replace quite easily. It's like, ah, there we go. We'll just add to diction. If it was, um, because a lot of it was like X-File stuff, so there'd be a lot of weird words. Like it didn't immediately recognize Mulder as a word. So a lot of time it'd be add to dictionary as well. So that's always fun. Yeah. All right. So let me get to. Uh, I think we got time. Yeah, we got. We got. We got some time for a few more. Um, let's see. I'm going to come down to. Okay. Ever meet someone famous? Yes. Okay. So there's a few th- few times. Th- you know, outside of our circle, which has its own level of fame in and of itself. Um, depending on who you ask and who you talk to, um, mm-hmm. I've met. Uh, um, oh, what's what's her name? Uh, uh, Lady Gladys. Um, 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 Ellen McLean. Cool. You know, I got to meet her along with Becky Magfest 2014. Uh, she's she's really nice. Um, I also I think it was Magfest 2012 that I got to meet. Um, uh, oh God. Uh, composer Final Fantasy uh, uh, Nobu Umeatsu, I think is how you pronounce his name. And 
Funny story behind this one. I didn't realize it was him until later. All I knew is, <laughs> you know, we were all hanging out in the lobby of the Gaylord, and and and, and I get tapped on the shoulder. One of these one of these girls is like, "Can you can you take a picture of us with him?" I'm like, "All right, sure," you know, and I take the picture for them. You know, they thank me, and then it comes to my attention later who that guy was, and I'm sitting here. I'm like, "Go!" <laughs> oh no, no! And also, MacFest 2014. Um, it, w- it was like uh, uh, Tom, he's an evil genius. Uh, Lewis, Love Hog, and a bunch of them were running a a uh, audition for the worst movie ever panel, and mm. I got to be part of it. And not not to toot my own horn, but I won that. Well, I will one of, one of those that won it. Uh, there were four of us, and. The one that I went up there, my initial one, I got to work a scene with John St. John, as in Duke Nukem. Cool. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't play much Duke Nukem past Duke Nukem 2, but, you know, I, I still recognize the guy, and I recognize, yeah, he's, he's kind of big deal. Uh, or at least in the, in the video game voice acting industry. So, uh, so how about you, Aaron? You ever meet anybody famous? Um... Well, I mean, if we're not talking like, you know, meeting people at conventions and shit. Um, um, well, if we are, well, mine was a little bit different. Uh, the first mm-hmm. um, Salt Lake Comic Con fan ex- experience thing. Yeah, they like Comic Con was so successful. Salt Lake Comic Con was so successful. They actually do it more or less twice a year as two different shows. So there's Comic Con and then there's fan experience. And I have actually, the first year they did fan experience, I managed to get media credentials. So I was able to get more time than you normally would. Um, I have met uh, Mickey Dolans of the Monkees. He's very entertaining. Nice. And I uh, was able to meet up with Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Um, and she was lovely. Um, otherwise, meh, I, I haven't really met. I mean, you know, I haven't, aside from like, you know, a couple of standard uh, convention style meet and greets, like, you know, one year uh, my son and I went to Comic Con and they had both Colin Baker and Paul McGann there and we met them and that was nice and Ooh. all that. So, you know, but and, otherwise I haven't really met. What? And Rebecca. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, we went to the last. Um, Crystal Mountain PonyCon um, last year, I think it was. And I met Rebecca Shoykit, who does the voice for Sunset Shimmer on My Little Pony, Equestria Girls, and is the singing voice of Twilight Sparkle in both series. So, nice. Yeah. Those pictures are adorable. <laughs> I may be biased. They're adorable. <laughs> Says the woman who asked me, how did you prevent, how did you not pick her up and put her in your pocket and run away? <laughs> I, I did it was public. I, I wasn't shy about that. I put that publicly and she liked it and it's all good. <laughs> uh. um, to answer yes, Long Long is a huge list. Um, Actually it was fun after that. Um 
I went with my ex-wife, and we took all of her kids, and her kids were within the target age and all that, and they all liked the show and whatnot. And they had this thing for the kids, which was sing along with the voice actors. So they had Rebecca Shoikit and Nicole Oliver, who does the voice for Princess Celestia, and a few other characters. They did they pulled double and triple duty on both shows, but those are their primary roles. And it was amazing because Rebecca Shoikit actually went and led all the kids in actual vocal warm-ups, and it was amazing. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. That is awesome. Um, so yeah, um, my 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 list is kind of a mix of um, stage door and conventions and random meetups. Um, so the list itself is quite long. One of my favorites. This this is the I can't even remember the guy's name now, um, which makes me feel bad. But when I was young, we went to see actually the same panto several times went to see Cinderella because um, we knew the lead actress and we were on the <clears throat> backstage in the lift and the guy playing Buttons who was very, very quite famous at the time for being in EastEnders which is a big soap opera around here we, he came, he got in the lift with us because we were backstage, of course he's going to be there and the lift got stuck we were kind of stuck in this lift with him for a few minutes and, and mum was sort of talking to him and we sort of said hello as well uh, another random one, stage door. Um, I bet Sean Cassidy, between he was doing bus stop with Jerry Hall, and uh, we went to both performances that day, and we decided to go walk around to get some fresh air. And my memory of this is me and Mum were walking down the parade one way, and then his tall cowboy walks past us the other way, and then suddenly my mum's turning me around, saying, like, "Ah, Sean, hi, hello." And so I got to say hello and shake hands with um, Sean Cassidy. Um, nice. but. Most recently, and probably the most famous to offhand, I have met Eddie Izzard several times, and Benedict Cumberbatch at least once, and along with half the other cast of um, Sherlock. Not Martin Freeman, because he wasn't at that convention. Hmm. But if we're talking actual fame levels, I think um, B. Crumbs and Izzard are pretty much top tier. There you go. So, yes, but the list is actually quite long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I think that fires over to Aaron for the next question. All right, let's see. Uh, all right, I got eight questions here, so let's do a rapid fire lightning round because this is the this is the category is which is better. Okay, okay yeah, yeah. So let's do lightning round. Okay. Alrighty. All right. So, um, I'll come back to me. So let's go to uh, Gilmer first. Ready? Okay. Lightning round. Lips or eyes? Eyes. Hugs or kisses? Kisses. Short or tall? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let my bias come out short. All right, older or younger? Um, again, yes. Um, but Becky is younger, so younger. Romantic or, spontane or spontaneous? Again, that's another one of those. Uh, I do like I do like spontaneous romance, romance but I, I am a bit more of a romantic, though. Okay, sensitive or loud? Uh, sensitive. Hook up or relationship? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Shy or outgoing? Um, uh, little, honestly, a little both. Probably more shy than outgoing. Okay. All right, that's that for you. Over to Phoenix, or Michelle, rather. Sorry. It's okay. Lips or eyes? Eyes. Hugs or kisses? Hugs. Shorter or taller? A little bit taller. Older or younger? Uh, close to my age, but a little bit older. Romantic or spontaneous? Spontaneous romance. Sensitive or loud? 
sensitive. Hook up a relationship. A relationship? Shy or outgoing? Um, outgoing, but not too loud. Okay. So for <laughs> me, uh, lips or eyes, eyes, hugs or kisses, hug, shorter or taller, much like Gomer, yes, I'll take you. <laughs> Older or younger? Um, I only, I prefer to date only within five years either way of my own age. Any yeah. older or younger than that is just asking for trouble. Yeah. Um, romantic or spontaneous? I kind of prefer spontane- spontaneity over romanticism. Sensitive mm. or loud? I'm good with either. I'm honestly good with either. Same with hookup or relationship. Again, good with either. Yeah. <laughs> and shy or outgoing? I actually kind of prefer outgoing people to shy because I'm a little bit more of an introvert and it's a little hard to get two introverts to... Yeah, yeah, I think that's to really cl- to really click. So, <clears throat> not like somebody who's like super boisterous or anything, but you know, somebody's a little more outgoing tends to appeal to me more. Yeah, so that's kind of why I always describe myself as pinky shy because like I like um, pinky's outgoingness, but I've got like more to flat shy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> alrighty. So uh, um... so now you're up, Michelle. Yes. Uh, um, This one is from one. Uh, Have you ever been on TV? And we are going to define TV as actual broadcast television, not just the YouTubing that we all do. Okay. So, for me, actually, I have. Yay! (laughs) Uh, Not for anything big or special or anything. Uh, Back in high school, you know, we're in the South, so we cover football games. Upon football games. College, high mm-hmm. school football. I was in the band, and a lot of the times, are you know, just just to kind of give, try to give the teams and our side a little bit of like pep and energy and everything. Our drums would sit there; they they do a beat or whatever, and I would just dance. I cool. sit there, dance, and just boom, you know, have fun and all that. You know, I I had one person try to say, "Well, they're just making fun of you." I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm I'm you know whatever you know. And, you know, that, that started some fights between me and that person, but, mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, it was, it was all fun. And at least once or twice, the TV cameras look right over at us during one of those moments. Guess who was dancing? <laughs> go, Gober. It's your birthday. Go, go. Basically. Yeah. And our director would be like, oh, God damn it. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, that that's me. How about Aaron? Yes, I have. Um, I have because um, I in uh, two thousand two I was animated into a season five episode of Daria as a <laughs> technically a background character, but actually in the first shot it's like an extreme foreground character. <laughs> oh, nice. I literally take up the right third of the screen, <laughs> stand there for a minute, and then fuck off off screen. <laughs> I forgot. I, uh, no, what happened is um, MTV was running a contest, um, a trivia contest. The, the grand prize was to be animated into an episode. I entered the contest. I didn't expect to win, and lo and behold, I get an email from MTV one day saying that, yeah, you won. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> so they animated me into the episode. They sent me the character turnaround, the character design turnaround, which is framed, and I still have it. Is currently on the wall in my living room. It has gone with me everywhere since I've gotten it. 
And uh, yeah. So yeah, I have technically been on TV. Nice. <laughs> and I probably and if you have the DVD collection, I exist in your DVD shelf too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, actually, yes, not Daria. Um, but I still have that DVD you sent me a while ago from your first um, drinking movies. So technically, yes, I do have you on uh, on my DVD shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yes, I um, there was a like daytime chat show thing. Uh, this is before pre Jerry Springer, before everything got stupid and loud. Yeah, and it was a daytime debate type program hmm. where we were talking about insomnia. Uh, my mother and I went on it together because we we both get insomnia. Apparently, it's uh, it's common for like father and son to get insom to both have uh, insomnia, but not so much for mother and daughter. So they thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. And so yeah, we were on it, and Mom did a lot of the talking. I was talking as well. I was about sixty, hmm. and um, yeah, someone in the record in the office, the, the the editing suite thing, was really on the ball because someone was saying about how yeah, because having a song is really bad because it affects your day to day life because it really makes you tired. They immediately cut to me yawning, like this big yawn. <laughs> so yeah, that is why I claim to fame is I yawned on live national television. <laughs> <laughs> Oh lordy! So, <laughs> so all right, all right. We got, I think we got enough. To, we got enough time for one more round. Um, so, and th- and and this question is going to actually date the whole the whole quiz here <laughs> because yeah, we're old. Yeah. yeah. This this dates it. it. The question is: Do you play the Wii? And my answer is. Not as much. I have a Wii. It's not hooked up. It's it can be used, but I choose not to. Now I have a Wii U that I sometimes use because I enjoy playing the hell out of Pikmin Three. And when I want to get footage for Metroid Zero Mission, it's it's more fun to use that than to keep looking up at the computer screen. But I also have a Switch, which also has a bunch of the games that were on the Wii, and the same goes for the Wii U as well. So. So technically, kind of, but also not. Mm. Um, how about you, Aaron? No, I fooled around with it with it with my uh, sister's family when they had one. I could not stand the control scheme. That's fair. And really, I haven't really bothered with any Nintendo hardware since the Super Nintendo. Ah. I just did not like. I just did not like the Nintendo sixty four. I've done a couple of things with you know there were a couple of games on nintendo 64 a couple of games on the gamecube but nothing like hardcore it was all the social games like mario party and shit like that but yeah. once the Wii came and i started playing i was like this is too imprecise this is ridiculous i'm not gonna waste my time waving this stupid thing around my living room like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll admit the Wii games that i tend to gravitate towards didn't require motion controls like Mega Man, <clears throat> just saying. Um, but you know, but Mega Man Nine and Ten are also on the Switch, so. Um, and and also PC if you if you want to play the Mega Man uh, Legacy collections on there. So, you know, just just saying. Um, how about you, Michelle? Um. Yes. Um. I have. We well, the Wii's now in the in the bedroom. 
very rarely gets paid. But I have the Wii U, so obviously I can still play my Wii games on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I unlike Aaron, I don't mind waving my arms around looking like an idiot because sometimes that's the only exercise I get. Yeah. <laughs> and I do enjoy the tennis games. I find those quite fun. Um, Soul Calibur is a hell of a lot of fun on the Wii. Um, and yeah, the, the Legend of Zelda games. That being said, I haven't played it for ages, and mostly I use the Wii U for watching Prime Flicks. And yes, I have them both, and I try and save them individually, or you always end up screwing one up. So it's Prime Flicks. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, so yeah. Next question. I, I I think that's I think the next question is yours, Aaron. Twirl or cut your spaghetti? Neither. I hate spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti is like the sloppiest kind of pasta same with fettuccine long noodles i don't get why anybody would want to eat it it's too difficult to eat and it's just a mess and it's why i really and i'm like i'm one of those people that just absolutely gets repulsed when i see somebody give like their infant spaghetti i'm like oh god okay i'm not looking at that that's just gross <laughs> yeah uh... it's like the damn kid committed a murder <laughs> <laughs> Well, by the end of it, it, prob- it may as well have. Uh, but twirl or cut spaghetti? For me, it could be both, honestly. A lot of the times, like if I have a big plate of spaghetti or what have you, um, I-, I will like cut on the outsides, but sometimes I'll twirl it. Depending, just It just depends on my mood, time of the day, phase of the moon, um, <laughs> however many seconds the last beatdown in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure lasted. By the way, it was 30 seconds. Uh, and I am not kidding. Um, nice. That sort of thing. You know, it just depends, really. But I think mostly I cut it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I twirl and trim. Yeah. Twirl a bit and trim off the excess and then just do it that way. Yeah. And somewhere along the line, Kat's going to hear that and she's going to be like, you heathen! Because <laughs> during our uh, failed recording last week, that was one of the questions that came up, and, and she she had some feelings about that. <laughs> she did. Oh, oh. oh lordy! Um, right. I believe we're over to Michelle. Yep. Um, I picked a few. Um. Okay. I'm gonna ask as worded. But because we're kind of hanging out in a chat, it might not be now. Right. Um, what's irritating you right now? But we can send that to, what kind of irritates you that you realize probably shouldn't but still does because, ah! <laughs> oh, lordy, that's a, that question is, that, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, that question is more loaded than comic Tony Stark. <laughs> Uh, yes, I know enough to know that Tony Stark in the comics has been known for being an alcoholic. Uh, Demon in the Bot was a great book. Yeah, but um, unfortunately, it's the only Iron Man story anybody can mention by name. No, I've also read Extremis. <laughs> uh, but what's irritating me right now? That probably shouldn't be irritating me. Am I? And remember, and remember, Gilmer, we only have a few minutes. You yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, I could go on for days. Keep it light. Keep it light. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Honestly, there's something that irritates me that really shouldn't irritate me. Um. Whew. Ah, God. 
that, that's a tough one because the first things that are coming up in my brain that irritate me are all things that should irritate me. Um, that's fair. Uh, so it, they I'm can ha- just don't go into if you, just give us the damn list and don't go into detail. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, all right. All right. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you my top five. I'll limit it to top five. Uh, number one, uh, the GOP in general, because <laughs> of course. Um, number two. These whiny man babies who complain about Captain Marvel doing things that Arnold Schwarzenegger did back in the 90s, and they had no problem with him then, or maybe their predecessors didn't. And these same people... Okay, taking too long. Uh, Number three. (laughs) Number three. The price of gas. Because uh, that's always something I can complain about. Uh, Number four. the, The difficulty that you sometimes have when you're putting your contacts in. I... I put in some fresh ones this morning and while it went relatively okay there have been times where it would take me 30 minutes to an hour just to get a set in yes um and then number five the on the list of things that just really annoy the shit out of me people who do not know how to drive uh as as in they get on the road and they pull all of this bullshit not as in people who are ignorant to driving and just never learned or never got a license is what I'm meaning. Um, yeah. Bad drivers, I guess, is a better way of putting it. Huh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, a good chunk of that stuff irritates me too, but well, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the thing that's irritating me right now is that while I love my new job, I'm always so damn tired. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and and it's not so much that you know my video production has slowed to a crawl. I had to stop making videos for most of this month in an attempt to just try to get scripts written in advance, which I failed miserably on that too. But. Um, but the other thing is, is that uh, it's also preventing me from getting everyday shit done. My apartment is a disaster area right now, <laughs> and I really need more time to be able to just clean it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I just I can't do it when I get home because I get home and, you know, it's just like. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. Oh, oh man. Uh, how about you, Michelle? Uh, again, most of your list, but um, swap out um, GOP for like, you know, the, the Brexit party is a, a new one that's coming up, and they're like kind of right wing and annoying, and UKIP in general. Um, yeah. But they're not they're not high they're not high enough on the on the ranks to really sort of get into power realistically at the moment. But they're to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, things that what irritated me when I was making my um copied the list into Word, then I copied out my Word questions into Notepad. And the fact that the um, the copy-paste wouldn't do the thing properly, that was irri- that was irritating. Yeah. Um, so in the moment that I was actually copying the question, what is irritating you right now? This. This process is irritating me <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, but as a kind of general... It's similar to the driver's thing. I, obviously, I'm a pedestrian, and I kind of... People who are, like, slow in front of you, but don't, like... If you're gonna be slow, fine. Go to one side. <laughs> you yeah. know, stop, stop doing uh, that. That I've always um, so that's kind of annoying. Or people who maybe they are walking a bit faster, but there's a group of them that decide to all walk abreast. It's like, uh, you know, could you try and take up more space? Have you have you, have you attempted to what you know be more irritating? And you, to be fair, once you sort of 
make your presence known. They're like, oh, excuse me, and they, they go to one side. And they, they're fine about it, but it's like, you could have just punched a little yeah. <laughs> it uh, annoys me. But I as I've said before, um yes, you could call things all first world problems, all first world problems like yeah, fine. But it doesn't mean things aren't annoying just because they're technically first world problems. Exactly. They can still they can still be annoying. Yeah. Um, and the other thing which is actually gonna uh, lead into a longer rant, I'm not, not sure I should bring it up, so I'm gonna pause before saying it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... it is gonna be long single issue politics. Um, and I'll give you a very simple non controversial that. Mm-hmm. My mum's vegetarian. Yeah. And so, like, a, a few, more than a few times, we've gone to a carvery because the rest of the family aren't, and we enjoy that. And, like, you know, most of them go to carvery, you can get your meat, you get your vegetables, it's fine. Depending on the restaurant, sometimes they will bring the vegetarian option to your table, or you may have to collect it off the counter. Mum mm-hmm. almost never chooses the vegetarian option. She always, like, just gets the big plate of vegetables, which is fine because they're nice vegetables. Yeah. yeah, it's just like roast dinner vegetables. But it's not just the case of, oh, um, what meat would you like, ma'am? Oh, no, sorry, I'm vegetarian, just come with the vegetables. It's like, oh, no, no, I'm vegetarian. And she has to make a, a thing about it. Uh, and that's why I mean, like, single-issue politics is, like, you can have whatever you want. Whatever is related to you, it's fine. But when everything becomes related to the thing about you... Yeah, you know, like when when everything becomes about that thing, um, regardless of whether or not it's about that thing. And I'm not saying that these people are wrong to have these opinions. They're their opinions, of course. That they can't be wrong in them. Right. But it's like when it becomes everything, that kind of irritates me. Uh, another example, without using specifics, is I've seen examples of people, and there's kind of a thing happening with a couple of YouTubers at the moment, mm-hmm. where someone says something. And then someone who is part of that group, and the first person I will say is not anti the thing. Right. Because this one video was a bit misinformed. Right. But because the responder was part of that group, they're kind of talking in the way, well, I'm irritated about it, so everyone else in this group must be irritated about it too. And they're kind of speaking with that kind of authority, I'm annoyed, everyone else should be. Yeah, that's why, that, that's, do you think the single issue politics is the right way of putting it? Is that kind of. Uh, I I can see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, but okay. So so we we got to wrap up. There is one question. I know we all can answer this in unison, and uh-huh. and I'll tell you and and I'll tell you guys why I put this one in there right after we answer it. And this mm-hmm. question is: Is cheating ever okay? Three. No. 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 <laughs> I was going to do a countdown, but that's all right. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> we, oh, actually, uh, I did... we are all in agreement. Cheating is never yeah. okay. Now, I did have one question, sorry, that I like the answer to. Okay. Um, the, the question is, did you ever have your wisdom teeth out? Um, I haven't, as far as I know. I don't know about you guys. But the answer he gave, the person who wrote his list, was really cute. He said, no, my mouth is still a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just thought that was cute, and I thought I'd bring that back up because I, I think I might have brought it down. Okay. Okay. So, so the reason why <laughs> I, I ask the is cheating ever okay? Again, something I'm just yeah. going to touch on uh, with with a simple phrase to kind of tie it, you know, to kind of bring it back full circle. Um, yeah. Fuck Pro Jared. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say there. And 
And a double fuck for him because he's throwing polyamorous people under the bus with his excuses. Fuck him twice. And I say no because I have cheated on my part on my partners in the past. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it teaches you a lesson and a lesson hard. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with no, but my feelings are a little bit more complicated because I know people in my family who have, and it's like I'm not sure how I feel about it with them. So yeah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, so with that, that is going to be our show for this week. Uh, 200 episodes. Holy fuck! Uh, <laughs> I, honestly, I wish we could have gotten here sooner, but things happen. Life happens. You know, you got to make the money somehow. So, for me, it required going on the road for months at a time. So, oh well. So, if we wanted to find Aaron on the social medias, where could we find him? Uh, you can find me at, on Twitter at Shallow15, S-H-A-L-L-O-W-1-5. You can also find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash DubiousCon, D-U-B-I-O-U-S-K-A-H-N. And, of course, you know, even though, once again, it's been, I think, over a year since I updated <laughs> anything, uh, stuff is also available on rtgomer.com. Yes. And, Michelle, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Phoenix11. That's P-H-E-O-N-I-X. On one and the same on YouTube, where I have my video has actually uploaded and it's ready to go. And it's a wizarding unboxing, uh, so lots of cool Harry Potter related type stuff. If you like that sort of thing, which I do, um, and I was going to say something else and it's gone away again, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. And as for me, if you want to find me on the social medias, look on the Twitters, YouTubes, Instagrams, Tumblrs for gomer 21 X. Uh, this very show also has its own YouTube channel. Just search for Thespian Talk, and there you go. This show is also on all of your favorite podcast apps via Anchor, um, which all you have to do for that is look up RTG Podcast uh, Group or whatever it is. It, just look for RTG Podcast. You'll you'll find that that is the stream for for the show for now. There is also one that I was using the SoundCloud for. I'm letting the SoundCloud go so I can concentrate on putting these up on Anchor because it's free. Um, and you can actually get some ad revenue for, from it, which if you're listening to this from the audio version on you know that comes through Anchor, you'll have already heard that ad. Um, but the if you want to just keep up with the show, there, there are a couple ways you can do it. If you want to keep make sure you listen to every episode of the show, if you want to make sure you do that, go to rtgomer.com and episodes are posted up there Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time when we're actually able to record one and they also we also have a little mailing list that you can sign up for and it'll let you know in your email, oh hey, there's a new post not just for me, but for everybody else on the site people people like Mikey Gleason and the Diva you know, you got you got people there too who, who, who update and, and of course, Aaron and I have our own <laughs> stuff up there as well so so um, That's what that's what I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say, I'm not an RT Gomer because... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so so that is the guaranteed way you can catch every episode because I put the YouTube version up there. And Anchor sometimes gets a little, little shaky in getting things out to the proper feeds on the podcast apps. So if you want to keep if you want to keep up, RTGomer.com is, your, is pretty much guaranteed. Um, mm-hmm. Unless I fuck up somewhere along the way and forget to schedule the video to go live when it's supposed to, but that that doesn't happen very often, thankfully. 
Um, <laughs> this show also has its own Twitter, which Holly Christine reminded me of a few weeks ago. That's Thess Talk Show uh, for updates on the show. I'll probably, I'll even start using that to ask questions and hopefully get some responses and read out on the show. And it'll be great in audience interaction. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, and you can also DM me there, DM questions there or whatever. If you, if you want to ask us some stuff or if you have something for us, um, I also, I also need to, hopefully by the time this goes up, it'll be there, but it'll also have the, uh, thespian talk, uh, discord as well should be pinned to the thespian talk, uh, Twitter. If it's not already, um, but if it's not, it should be up there by the time the show goes live. Um, and of course, I mentioned it in the in the uh, break, but also, you know, if you want to help support this show and other things that I do, go to uh, patreon.com slash gomer 21 X. And also, I have an Etsy store up now. Uh, I've, I've gotten into doing the Perler bead sprites. Um, I've got I've got a small stock right now waiting for more beads to come in and then I am going to put lo- a lot more um, so you know stuff from Mario from Mega Man even some custom stuff like uh, like right now I've got a, uh, a sprite for um, uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure up for sale a, a custom design actually uh, which I think is really cool and, and I hope somebody buys it and give it a good home Um so what kind of price is you asking, Goma? Uh, well, we can we can look look at the on my Etsy store, which if it's not in the doobly doo, just look for I believe it's Pixel Emporium gifts. Um, I'm at, I ask for no longer no no higher than five dollars, uh, depending cool. on the sprite. So so everything is five dollars or less. So that would that would be that would be pretty cool, and that'll that'll not only go back to doing more of that, but it'll also help put money into the pot for things like the show. Uh, so. At any rate, um, that's going to be it for this week. Thank you guys for listening and definitely listening to me ramble at the last few minutes here because, of course, I do. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, this is Gomer, the Ranting Thespian, with Aaron Mills and Michelle signing off. Bye-bye.